0: Love, Hope, Radio. are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil morning show with your host Nadia Khalil good morning everybody and welcome to today's show today is dream thing Thursday it's on we've got three dreams today that I will make it through but before we get started tomorrow is Valentine's Day. I didn't even see that coming. I'm like going through the week going, What's on? What's going on with this week? And all of a sudden everyone's talking about Valentine's Day. So we have questions Friday. Let's ask some good questions about love. I am so excited for Valentine's Day. So let me get started today. I have three dreams and I'm gonna start with this one. It's from Christopher Sedray, but he says, Could you be dreaming? You hear the alarm, you turn it off, you crawl out of bed, you get dressed, you have breakfast, you get ready for the day. However, something unexpected happens. You wake up and realize it was a dream. In your dream, you were awake and getting on with life. However, in reality, you were still curled up under the blanket, snoring away. The belief you are awake. Reading this now probably seems fairly certain to you. You are awake, I hope, and you are reading. How could you possibly doubt it? However, we have already mentioned that you can. Think you are awake in dreams. How do you know you are not dreaming now? That thing, what was just described, happens a lot to people. And it happens a lot because how do we know we're not? I had a very wise person once say to me, and they were from Colombia, and their English isn't that great. But yet they communicated this to me. And they said that when we die from here is when we wake up. And I want you to think about that. We, we wake up when we die, basically this is all but a dream right? all the memories you have nobody else knows the way you know and there is nobody on the face of this earth that knows everything you know there's no documentation of your life except for the memories that you have and even that can be questioned so Us being here or dreaming, we die, and we never actually die in our dreams. Even when we die, we watch ourselves die, and we're conscious of the fact that we died, right? That's as far as a dream can take us because it's like fear, 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 and whatever we think about all day usually comes out in our dreams at night. So what is going on with we wake up when we die? I, again, going back to my mom. She was unconscious as far as we knew. But how do I know she couldn't hear everything we were saying and doing? How do I know before she died, why did she turn her head to look at my sister and I when she was unconscious? How do I know what she saw when she left? But whatever she saw, it did wake her up out of being unconscious. I mean, she had a definite reaction to whatever it was she saw. So how do we know? Well, we don't. It's one of those things we find out. But as far as dreams go, and we dream we've done all of that, and we realize we're still in bed, that's the power of our minds. That's why Dream Team Thursday became a lot more fun for me over time because all the different ways our brain, our heart, our mind, our soul try to reach us. But we have like these movies that we remember and we're in them and we wake up and somehow – It either disturbs us into action or as a result of this show and us doing Dream Team Thursday, we started to see how different things could be. Because we're looking at, oh, I dreamed I died and we're sad and we want to cry and we walk around all day telling people we've had a nightmare. But did we? Once we understand it, we know that maybe a part of our life just finished, and we're on to the next part or to the next thing. So when you hear those sayings, life is but a dream, and I've heard that lines in movies, I've heard it in the song here and there, but life is but a dream. And it's not a big mystery that life is but a dream. Think about when you were five years old and how fast it felt that you got to 35. And how things that were very stressful in our teen years are gone. And how we say, God, I wish I knew what I know now when I was in high school. Well, if that was meant to be, we wouldn't even need high school. And in the future, we may not need high school. It's just the reality of this time. So how do you know this is not a dream? You don't. And if we were meant to know, we would. There's a lot of unsolved questions for things that we think or we believe we want to know while we are here. And it's good to question them because there's some things we don't know and we don't know them for a reason. And the only way I can tell you I know that is just because when I saw Christ, I knew everything. Every single thing you could think of, I just knew and I knew it as a normal knowing. It wasn't like, oh my God, that's how that works, and oh my God, that did not happen. What did happen? was I just knew. It's like now that I'm older, I know what it's like to be a kid because I was a kid or my version of being a kid. But that's how I knew it. The only weird part was was when Christ was gone and I couldn't see him, I didn't know everything anymore. That was weird. Now I felt like Holy cow, there's so much we don't know. But there's so many reasons why we don't. We know what we need to know to do what we need to do while we are here. It doesn't mean, oh, well, I'm not meant to know that, so I'm not going to learn or I'm not going to ask or I'm not going to. Your job is to learn, so keep asking questions. Keep learning. But while you do that, don't attack people with what you think you know being better than what other people know. Be kind, be gentle, be warm, be loving. You will get a much better response than dumping your version of anger at others. And you will learn. Because anger is an energy stopper, and the questions you have, you may have in another 20 years just because of the way you are asking it of others. Kindness is the greatest strength that we have, that we possess, and that's in our power to use. It is a choice. Ask kindly. When you talk to children, speak kindly. I know someone that I I walk with them, and when they walk, they are very, very kind people in life. But when we walk together, they're very mean to the people around them. So once we were walking, and prior to me knowing this, there was somebody on the path of walking where it said "No bike zone," and someone was on a bike. One person was coming by with their boom box going, and the person I was walking with said, "Get off the road, it's a no bike zone and i'm I'm going, "Oh my God, oh my God." The guy turns around and literally wanted to fight the person I was with, if you could imagine. A few days later, we're on the same road or the same path, and somebody was on a bike. But prior to them coming up to us, they said, I'm sorry. I know it's a no-bike zone, but they're doing construction in the parking lot. And nothing happened. He was kind. I did talk to the person I'm with that when I'm with them, never do that again. Because they can choose to have a fight whenever they want to, but not with me there. And I don't actually have to walk with them. If they want to continue behaving that way, because I don't want the fallout of that. Because I don't know who they're talking to. And I don't want to increase the chances of that reality. It's really interesting, the difference of how we react to each other and what happens as a result. So whatever dream we are in, we have some direction. We can go back to the road and repave it with love. And we can do our best. And we can ask questions because that is our learning tree. So that's my answer to that. Let's go on. I have another dream. Good morning, Nadia. I had a crazy clear dream last night. I was picking up after people despite knowing there was a better solution, and it was not my responsibility to pick up the mess. Yet I did, because the person who asked me was in need of help. I woke up knowing I can't pick up other people's shit, sorry, anymore. Sorry in parentheses, I guess, for the word shit. There is a better way, and I am leaving. Without you interpreting my dream, I already know that this is me knowing I am done, and there is a new awareness in me. By the way, last night I finished the class. Love you and miss you. Thank you a million times, Susan. There's more to it at least a little deeper, but yeah. You no longer want to pick up anybody else's mess. But you also no longer want to deal with a mess inside of you. There is a better way. And maybe I shouldn't be interpreting your dream. Maybe this wasn't a dream to interpret. But in truth, The mess that we have inside of us that keeps us from getting where we want to go is what gets addressed. It looks like it's other people's messes in our dream, right? And I don't need to be doing this anymore. But you used to need help in that way. And now you don't. So it's not just picking up other people's messes. You also no longer want to pick up your own. You're starting to identify the difference between a mess and something you're really working towards. And I know that sounds funny, but sometimes when somebody keeps restarting in their lives, it's when it gets hard, messy, or feels impossible because it's gotten jumped into too soon, feels messy because now there's too many moving parts and you don't know which one to follow. But it's a great dream when you say enough, enough is enough. I get myself so much better now that I know how to steer myself into where I am going. It's really cool. When we can get there, it's really, really cool. Because what happens after this is that when you know something can be messy, then I've I love that term sometimes because that's actually what it is. Somebody would say, oh, she's messy or he's messy. And then I think, oh, do I want to get into another mess? But the younger people have great adjectives that they use because they are aware. They have to be aware because their choices are 10 times more than mine were when I was a younger person. And they would say things like that. And I'm like, hey, I like that term. Or like, let's say a guy asked a girl out and she never responded. Maybe he DM'd her. Maybe he um, texted her or however he got to her. And she never responded. And they said, oh, she ghosted me or he ghosted me. I'm like, wow, that's exactly what happened. So I love these new, well, maybe not to anyone else, but to me, very new terms. But knowing who you are also tells you who you are not. And it's very cool. It's a very great awareness. That is a life-changing awareness. So thanks for sharing. I am sorry that I read it and you already figured it out, but maybe that extra dimension may help. Okay, so I have another one with Chris Kip Woods, and he says, Hi, Nadia. I had a dream that I lost the wallet, And someone showed me two wallets, and I said the black one is mine. Then she gave me a photo from the other wallet, and it was a guy hairdresser that I think I knew, and I was given some dope in a dream by my cousin. Mm -hmm. That's it. Thank you. I was given some dope in a dream. The other wallet was your hairdresser, and the first wallet was yours. But you lost the wallet. So, okay. I want you to really think about this, Chris. Money comes and goes. What's in the wallet is never the same, right? It comes and goes. Hairdressers usually come and go. You get your hair cut by this person. They stop working. They're on vacation. You can have somebody else cut your hair. And someone gives you dope in a dream, and it happens to be your cousin, so it almost makes it okay. But notice that you didn't do anything with the dope. You got your wallet back, so your possession came back to you, even though what's in it is a revolving door. You had recognition of who the other wallet belonged to, so you're starting to see what's going on around you, And then someone offers you the one thing you're trying to stay away from in your dream. Someone gave you something you no longer want to do. So my bigger question here is why didn't your dream continue and you took the dope? Because it's not your thing anymore. You used to think wow if someone gave it to me that's great i didn't have to buy it now you see dope in a dream and you don't think to take it the dream didn't show you using it's such an interesting turn of events how our mind processes what we're doing and what we're growing towards and sometimes it gives us gives it to us in such crazy pictures. I had a dream once that, and and it was recent. It was when I was in Italy. So I was furthest physically away from where I live and in my family and everybody, except for the people on this cruise ship. And I had a dream that I went out with one of my friends And I felt it so deeply that in my dream, I could not tell. I was aware that I was dreaming, but I could not tell whether or not it was real because it felt more real to me than my actual life. It was like the real life, and my life wasn't the real life. More important than that part of it was that when I came back and I spoke to them, I told them about my dream, and I said, "God, I had a dream, and I felt like I really saw you. We weren't doing anything much, but i but I saw you like I felt like you were right there and they said. Well, that's funny. I had a dream about you. And I said, well, what did you dream? And he said, we were just walking around and talking. And I said, why would we dream that dream? In my mind, why did I need and they needed to connect at that level? To where it was so deep in the unconscious mind that we had a dream in that same time frame. I don't know if it was exactly the same day, but in that same time frame, telling us the same thing. And I had helped this person quite a bit, but they also helped me. I've known them for a long time in my life when I lost my father, when I lost my mom, when I got divorced, all those times I went through, this person has witnessed me. And now they were going through a huge reality check in their life and in their family. And I was there. I wasn't like, they're like, ta-da, here to save the day. It was just our presence that helped each other because there was a connection between us that made each of us do our best because of each other in our, our individual lives. And for some reason, that connection, I realized, ran really, really deep. Another interesting thing happened with that person prior to that dream, because that was one of those dreams. And I, when I looked it up, because I wanted to know, that's a very rare event that two people will have the same dream. But one day, I was working out with that person, my son and I were, and we were all working out together, and we were all just talking. And do you remember when I saw the dove before I saw Christ? That was like three months prior to me actually seeing Christ, maybe maybe a little more because I remember it was like December-ish, and this was in, in April. But what happened? That day, a dove came down, and I, I took a picture of that one, too, and it it was just a little bit of dirt, and we were outside. And at the gym, there's like this outside area, and the dove came down and just stayed there, didn't move. I thought it. take a picture. Take a picture of it. You have your phone because my phone was in my locker. And my son took the picture of it. And this dove didn't look like the other one. The other one was just pure white. Feet were white. Everything was white on it. This one was all white, but it had these taupe spots on it. Like there's two, two colors. Only it sat there. So I was like, you guys, come here. Let's sit by the dove. It's not moving. This is the second dove. Last time I saw a dove, everything changed. My bigger question was, why did it happen with the two of you? Why? And when I said it, because. How does someone take that? Well, the last time I saw a dove, I saw Christ afterwards. And now I see another dove. So something is going to happen. But I don't know what it is. And I can't spend time thinking about it. It's like we know there's going to be an earthquake, but you can't predict it. So you can't even spend your time thinking about it. But it never left my brain that I saw a second dove. So I knew that I was on the next phase, even though I went home that day and nothing changed in my life. On the outside, on the inside, I understood that everything was going to change. And sure enough, in both of our lives, the life we lived 15 years of, Going there and working out together and knowing each other's families and doing this and doing that, the connection was one of those pure connections. We did not need anything from each other ever, even till now. But both of our lives completely changed from that day till even this day. And the connection is not lost. However, the connection remains through the dreams. I don't even physically see them anymore because we don't live in the same area and it's hard to get an hour away in California because an hour away in real time is like two hours because of traffic and whatever's going on at any given time in Southern California. Yet, the connection is a very pure and beautiful connection. And anyone who knows either one of us gets involved in it. So whatever this connection is and whatever it means, it may only mean what it's meant so far. It may mean more. It may mean we may work together. We don't know. I don't know. And I don't spend time thinking about it. But to have a synchronized dream with another person is a very rare event. It's one thing when you dream about someone, and it's another thing when you're both having the same dream. So there's some kind of connection between the bird and the dream and whatever it's going to do. I always say to myself, God, I want what you want. If this person is meant to work with me, or maybe they learned me and are going to help other people just on their own. I don't know. But our dreams are very telling. They're very telling. That's why you think you're just picking up someone's mess and you have to stop and think, Well why did why did God show me picking up someone else's mess? I don't want to do that anymore. I've been doing that all my life. My question is, have you? Or is it yours? Is it your growth, your awakening? Because every one of our dreams is talking to us personally. Those dreams I was having, I came out with a different, you know, thought And then when they told me what they dreamed, they also thought another thing. And then I said, maybe it's both of those things. But even weirder is that it was synchronized. And Chris's dream about somebody giving them dope, but in the dream he didn't take it. Because he no longer thinks, and they gave me dope and I took it. That's a lot of growth. Susan's is a lot of growth. Christopher's is a great question because it made me remember the quote from the Colombian person that said, we wake up when we die. And Oliam just put a dream. I don't know if I could do it now because it's, um, I only have like 50 seconds, but I had a dream last week and I, and in the dream, I was in my apartment, went over to a grocery store across the street, just like in real life. As I was walking in the door of the store, I said, I will wake up, and I did, in my apartment, because you were conscious. You were conscious. And the more we know inside, the more we are able to interact in our dreams. And a lot of times even know that we are dreaming. There's times I wanted to go back to sleep to finish a dream, and I couldn't get back to it because I, I woke up from it. So crazy. You guys, I have 10 seconds. I will see you tomorrow on Questions Friday. Have a great Thursday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.